Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 340. We're looking at Galatians chapter 3, verses 10 through 4. Let's read our passage. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, because it is written, Everyone who does not do everything written in the book of the law is cursed. Now it is clear that no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. But the law is not based on faith. Instead, the one who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, because it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. The purpose was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus, so that we could receive the promised Spirit through faith. Well, Paul's continuing his argument of justification by faith. Chapters 1 and 2 of Galatians were a historical background, talking about Paul's experience with the gospel and uh, what he had encountered. And, And then he began this theological argument, which is what chapters 3 and 4 are about, and it's about justification by faith. The issue in Galatia is people making the case or trying to make the case and force people to accept circumcision, that is to become Jews in order to become Christians. And we call these the Judaizers. And Paul's refuting this issue. This is right before the Jerusalem Council, which specifically takes up this issue in Acts chapter 15. So he's just made an argument about Abraham Abraham was justified by faith. Abraham believed God and was credited to him for righteousness. So it wasn't because of what Abraham did. It was because Abraham believed. So now he's just had this positive argument about justification by faith, speaking about Abraham. Now this section is going to take more of a negative argument and show that it's impossible to be justified by works. First, let's pause and talk about justification. We keep throwing around justification, but what do we mean? To to justify something is to demonstrate its truthfulness, demonstrate its righteousness, to make something right. And it's all about being made right with God. We're sinners before God. And how are we made right before God? And so how are we justified? How are we forgiven? How are we saved? All those words that get thrown around. And the problem, how do we fix the sin problem to be made right in the eyes of God? Well, quite often we fall into legalism. You've got to follow rules. If you just do the right things, then God will be pleased with you. And we call that justification by works. But Paul's argument is no, no, you can't be justified by works. You must be justified by faith. You can only be justified by faith. And so here is a negative argument about justification by works. And specifically the Mosaic law, the law given to Moses on Mount Sinai as practiced by the Jews. Verse 10, for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. This is the first of four statements in this section. He uh, has four statements and he amplifies them with four Old Testament passages and to all show that you you cannot be justified by works. Specifically, the works he's talking about are following the Jewish law. 
So for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. Now, you say this is so, he says, because it is written, everyone who does not do everything written in the book of the law is cursed. He's quoting Deuteronomy 27, 26 here. If you don't obey the whole law, then you're a lawbreaker. And the challenge there is, if you're relying on the works of the law, well, you're cursed because, as Deuteronomy says, everyone who does not do everything written in the book of the law is cursed. And anyone who thinks they can perfectly follow the law, well, they're confused, they're mistaken, they're lying. They're, they're not truthful. No one can perfectly follow the law. And if you just take this verse from Deuteronomy, it says, well, if you don't do that, you're under a curse. And so Paul says, because of that, anybody who's relying on justification through the law, well, they're cursed because no one can perfectly do everything in the law. Verse 11, this is the second statement. Now it's clear that no one is justified before God by the law. So that's his statement. Nobody's justified by the law. And then his Old Testament quote, because the righteous will live by faith. That's from Habakkuk. Habakkuk 2, 4. Where, I mean, that is an Old Testament theme. Living by faith. And we talked about that last time with what made Abraham right with God. What he did? No, it was the fact that he believed and that led him to do the right things. Paul says, if you're relying on the law for your salvation, well, you're cursed. And you can't be justified by the law because the righteous will live by faith. Verse 12, this is the third statement. But the law is not based on faith. And his justification for that is from Leviticus 18.5. Instead, the one who does these things will live by them. That's kind of a confusing statement. There's a variety of interpretations exactly what he means. I think the best understanding is that if you're trying to follow the law, that's how you're going to live. I can maybe paraphrase this as live by the law, die by the law. And the problem is no one can perfectly follow the law. Therefore, no one really can live by the law. If you do these things, you'll live by them. But no one can really do that. So this first part, verses 10 through 12, has been the, the case of the, the curse of the law. But now in verses 13 and 14, he's going to talk about redemption through Christ, the solution for relying on the wall, the preferred path instead of relying on the law. So this is fourth statement, verse 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. This is sometimes a little uncomfortable. This Christ became a curse. Well, just listen to what he's saying here. And his justification for this is from Deuteronomy 21, 23. He says, because it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Now, this is from Deuteronomy where it's just saying a bunch of things that are right and wrong. And one says that being hung on a tree is, is a curse. That's talking about basically, you know, the humiliating display of, of somebody's dead body on a tree. But they've taken this as, you know, the idea that Jesus died on a cross. They're saying that was like being hung on a tree. What really happened with the crucifixion? 
we really think about the, the reality of the crucifixion, what's really going on there is Jesus took the death penalty of sin, and, and that is the curse of the law, is death because of sin. And so Jesus actually submitted to the curse pronounced by the law, the death penalty. And that's why they're saying he became a curse. That is, he became the object of the curse. What is God's response to sin? It is wrath. God's wrath is his holy response to sin. And so when Jesus died on the cross and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When Jesus was facing the cross, he reacted so strongly in the Garden of Gethsemane and, and asked, you know, if, if, if there's any other way, take this away. Well, why was he so upset about the cross? Because of the, the terrible, painful, disgusting, pain, uh, horrible death? Well, perhaps. However, we've seen Christians die similar deaths singing to God. What they just experienced, though, was the physical pain the physical torture. Jesus suffered the spiritual aspects of this and the separation from God. That was the cry, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This was separation from God the Father. And that's where you say, well, how can that be since Jesus is God the Son? Is there something wrong with the Trinity at this point? And that's where we can't really explain it because we really can't understand it. But this is the terrible part of the cross, beyond the horrible flogging, the horrible scourging, the horrible death on the cross, the being stabbed with a spear. All that is incredibly horrible. What's even worse is experiencing the wrath of God, the separation from God. And that is the curse of the law, not just the physical death, but the actual wrath of God. And so Jesus took all that on himself. That's where we say, where Paul says, he became a curse for us because the Old Testament says, cursed is the person who's hung on a tree. Jesus experienced separation from the Father. So we don't have to because he did that for us. Verse 14, the purpose was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus so that we could receive the promised spirit through faith. So here he's talking about the blessing of Abraham. This is the blessing that was promised back in Genesis, where the Lord said to Abraham, through you all peoples will be blessed. All the peoples, all the Gentiles, and they will be blessed through the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ, who took the curse of the law on himself, and that by faith, then, we're justified and receive the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Galatians.